Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Another terrific week of footy. Round 9 is in the books, and Magic Round is upon us coming into Round 10. We actually get a long week this time. We had... Games finishing at 9pm or 11pm New Zealand time uh, on Tuesday night and, and back into it on Thursday. And this time we, we finish Sunday night and, and get all the way through to Friday. So make sure you do watch all of those videos that I've posted across the weekend team just to make sure you get all the knowledge you need on certain players. And also the buy planning video I did with Mark from the Fantasy Amateurs at the beginning of last week. So search back a little bit. Get into that one, and uh, that will be very helpful for your sides, along with this one, and then we can uh, you know, get that whole week of content in. I'll get a, a good one at the end of the, the week as well, based on all the potential targets that you might be looking for uh, going forward into the buy period and, and how they might uh, match up well um, in, in certain positions and with certain other players. And, and also Scoop is coming out with a few videos on his channel as well which uh, yeah, we'll, we'll speak about and link in the description in the video we do together. But sorry for the late upload. I was just watching the Warriors actually win game seven of the NBA uh, first round. So it was a tough one to get through, but uh, very, very proud. The first time ever that uh, someone has got 50 points in a game seven in the playoffs. And that's uh, yeah, Steph Curry's career high in the playoffs as well of 50. So yeah, very proud. Amazing effort on, on their part. And... Yeah, we can't say the same for the Warriors in this game. Got held to nil, along with my Cowboys. Yeah, at least I've got one team that's doing all right. But uh, yeah, the Warriors fans, unfortunate here at home to go, you know, for the fans especially to go into this one with torrential rain for the majority of the game, especially right at the end, that last five minutes. And then none of them left as well. So it's very impressive that the fan base that, that the, the Warriors have and yeah, to, to not come away with any points, either on, on the leaderboard or in, in this game, was very sad. And we look up top here in the scores, and, and the Butcher Brothers, where was this at the start of the year, Egan? If you look at his last four scores, it's like 56, 53, 52, and 66. It's, it's ridiculous. As soon as we all traded him out, he's now made 81K. Who would have thought, hey? Us, at the start of the season. It shows that you know picks that you make, they, sometimes they don't come to fruition exactly when you need them to. 
And yes, if he held on, it would have worked out okay. He did have a buy in that as well, when, where a lot of people traded him out. And yeah, if he did wait, it worked out well. He spent time on the edge to start this game, and then straight in the middle where he is his best, uh, he gives his best efforts. And 53 tackles for no misses is very commendable there. And Nat Butcher, 57 tackles for no misses is just absolutely freakish. So well done to those two boys, especially in the wet. That's incredible effort, that is for sure. Uh, and Nat got that try, Butcher, uh, and Egan, the, the try saver there. So those two are great. Spoke about Fenua Blake last week heading into this one, saying that you probably get big minutes and you'll get a big score. And 65 points for seven, in 75 minutes was just incredible. Again, for him to, to have that output, uh, I doubt that he has that every week. Look, he, he, as a middle forward in, in this game, when you're running 200 meters and you know with the force that he runs with, 75 minutes is not going to be sustainable, but I imagine 65 will be. And yeah, he had a few attacking stats, but no tries in this one. I'm still able to go big. So you'd imagine somewhere in the mid 50s is his average and he's priced a little bit above 50 now. Those last three weeks has kind of killed any money making, more money making potential he may have, uh, but averaging yeah, well into the high 60s over the last three weeks. So that's it for him. Joe Manu, so 64 in this game. Again, it wasn't really a good one for many of the players, especially to start, and they definitely warmed into this game. The, the, you know, I had five players in this game, and I was very worried at uh, an early part in this one, especially when Brandon Smith went off early. He, uh, he had a few good uh, you know, turnover tackles and stuff later on in the game, but we'll speak about that. Uh, Manu there with uh, the 26 tackles for two misses, a great again. Seven tackle breaks, 150 meters, an offload, a turnover tackle. You know, getting out of the in goal, he had a forced dropout as well. So he does a little bit of everything, guys, and that's exactly what you could hope for with this type of player who now just starts to make money up 28k, and he's just going to continue to go up, especially if he keeps that six roll. The main issue we see here, guys, is that with Momorowski going down, do they decide to move Manu to the centers, or will they persist with him at six and play Hutchison in the centers? And look, to me, I think they need to keep him in the six until they begin to go on a losing streak again. They've won two in a row now and, you know, against some, some decent squads, the Dragons played really well. They snuck away with that one, obviously, after not really playing too well and then got this win here against a team that's been playing really well in the Warriors. So I think they should keep him there, but we'll find out in team list and, you know, tomorrow and, and go from there. But yeah, Manu, if he continues to get named in the six, even with that buy-in 13, guys, I think he is a purchase in your squad for those that don't have him, but I think he's very highly owned now, especially in the top 5,000 ranks. Egan with his 55, so a good return game. And didn't get concussed. Happy days for Wadey there. Johnson, 54. So he does lose another 19K. And the thing is with him is if he continues to average 55 or you know, 53, whatever that is there, he will drop down a little bit more. But yeah, is, how important is he to you over the origin buy period? I think he's very important, obviously. Just depends how many halves that you have in your squad. And if you're sitting with Hines and and Moses or Brownie or something like that with Johnson and Katoa. Like, do you need Johnson or do you move on from someone like Isaiah Katoa next week after, you know, one more week of price rises and he goes into his buy? You know, there's plenty of options there. But Johnson, as long as he's doing okay here, that's all in base, which is great. A couple of force dropouts, you know, 27 points off his boot just in uh, in kicking uh, in general play and also the uh, the force dropouts as well. No goals in this one, no tries, this no tries, and only the two tackle breaks. So, Still great news for him. As soon as that comes and he gets, and the team gets a little bit better and, and bounces back a little bit, he will continue to improve from there. Again, Radley got through a whole game. Wild. Uh, Swelly'i there with 45, so he was a much better player in this game. Did have a try save at three goals and you know, neither one error in this one. No missed tackle. So very different game for him. Still you know, lost a little bit of cash and isn't going too great overall. 
But 40, 45 in this one. The missed tackles for this guy. Like, he gets in, he tries hard. 43 made, 8 missed. So he attempted 51, which is obviously great work ethic. But his work ethic to stay on the ball and, you know, just not just throw himself at the body is annoying. 16K made in this one. And he will have another crack at a price rise if he gets a mid-40s again. But following this, I think it's, you know, it's an interesting one what you do with 40 in their round 12 buy. Like, if you have enough potential... Uh, players to play in 13, then I can understand why you might move on from forward in that. But he does cover mid and edge. And really, if he continues to score 45 each week, that you, you're still playing him in your team each week. No one, no team's good enough at the moment, especially with the buys and, and stuff like that, that uh, you're not playing 40. So that's that. That's the thoughts on that one. Uh, Josh Curran, so 42 for him in this one. 70 minutes, did have that 10 off, which you know, hurt him a little bit. He did play on the edge where... You know, meters run in this one, 38 was a bit low. It was a weird game overall, guys, so just be aware of that. All these wet weather games, they, they do make it tough to, to get natural scoring. And you see games like, you know, what Heinze was able to do on the Thursday night in a clear weather game uh, compared to these types of games here. It's just very, very different. So you saw, obviously, the middle forwards in, in, and edge guys in Nat and Egan just going through so much work. Um, yeah, both of them moved, did move to the middle a little bit when Tupanua came on and also Angus Crichton. So if you did pick up Curran, didn't lose or make any cash last week at all. So you make, you're trying to bring this guy in to, to make you some good coin and score really well. It just didn't work out that great. So that's why he wasn't the best selection heading into this week. Brandon Smith, so 42 for him. Did play 52 minutes, so a, a lot less than he did uh, the previous week, which was annoying. And I came into this game excited but worried for sure. And he showed 13 in 30, in 30 minutes to kick off and, and you know, had the three missed tackles in that time. And... And I think he came back on and got an error fairly early in the in the second half. And, and thankfully, he did have a couple of... He had one good tackle and then one where he's tackling a guy and he kind of just fumbled it, went to offload it, fumbled it kind of thing. So got two turnover tackles. He did have a terrific try assist in that and hardly ran the footy for 41 metres. So to get 42, 27K in gains was, was solid. Uh, you wanted a bit more, but he did go off with five minutes to go, guys. And he did get taken to hospital. So I am worried about Smithy... Uh, I don't think he'll play it though. He has got the injury symbol there. I doubt he gets named, to be honest with you. Having gone to hospital, as yes, as a potential precautionary, but I, I don't think he plays. And really, yeah, how's that work for him longer term? Like, and then yeah, we're getting him now to be you know potential buy cover and stuff like that. But with you know Miller out and and other potential emergencies and and bench guys not great. It's 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 a killer. You really need him to play week in week out. Teddy in this one forty one so. Not great overall. Did get a nice uh, line break in there with six tackle breaks, 170 meter, 169. That one extra one extra meter for point, Ugh, annoying. But 41 for him. He lost 3k, so he's still only scoring around about where he's priced at, which is sad. And we really want a couple of big ones out of him before Origin because we don't want it to be a tough decision whether we trade him or not. If he keeps averaging 40 odd, then there's really no point holding him. If he has to knock out 350s or an average of 50 over the next three, then you look to hold him probably. So yeah, it's a very interesting one how that's going to work out. Tom Ale with 39. So he had a solid game as well. Uh, welcome back to better scores. And still enough 31K this week, which was good after he still maintained a low break even. Bunty Afal, we spoke about him and only 33. So still up 28K after his big score last week. But yeah, not exactly what you're looking for. Meters gained pretty low compared to Ale in that one. They both played the same minutes basically. Uh, in that one. So uh, people talking about uh, Watini Zelezniak, don't don't think about him. He's a bit too expensive and did play fullback, but cool. they'll likely get chance back. Uh, sorry, there's more. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Chance that he'll be back next week? Not likely. Um... But yeah, Watini did play at fullback. I don't know if they'll bring in Torpiki if he's going to be fine for next week or not. Uh, that's something to, to monitor. As well as like Angus Crichton, down 59k. He's someone to monitor as well. Looked okay. Had a couple of good runs, but overall just kind of working his way back. Uh, Jackson Barlow there. What about the interesting... Yeah, it was, he was about a four-week buy, wasn't he? Five-week buy at, ma- at max. So very interesting there. Uh, you had yeah, Gossi with a low one. Corey Allen. Momorowski is out. So we spoke about him. And Hacho a low one as well. So that's all for that game. Let's go to the last one. And then we'll get into our round results video a little bit later today. But the Dragons coming up against the Dogs. And Jack DeBellin, JDB, is back. He is him. What a man. What a player. 80 minutes in this one. Zero negatives. He is incredible. 43 tackles for nothing. Four tackle breaks and offload. And a turnover tackle as well to go with 178 meters. He was immense. And... Look, if he is, he is that guy to play 80 minutes. He actually was limping a bit. There was a tackle or something happened in about the 50th minute, I believe. And he was kind of hobbling a little bit. I'm assuming it was a cork is, is my best guess, to be honest with you there. With his, uh, you know, with that time there. For him to actually play the rest of the game out and then not use a interchange on him means it's likely that and he should be fine for next week. But yeah, we'll find out and I hope so because uh, everyone will be bringing him in. He went that good. And I'm glad I did trade him in this week. So that was a, that was a win. Ben Hunt was a big win as well. To anyone who's had him over the last bunch of weeks, he's been great. And I just wanted to shout out to Avrilo. He was spectacular. He is so fast, man. For him to have that knee issue a couple of weeks ago, and then he's come back and he's played the last two and he's dominated. Incredible work. 240 meters gained. Obviously, a couple of live breaks, a couple of tries. He absolutely stood slow enough, made him look slow and inadequate let's be honest so yeah Avrilo was uh was great he's actually gained 84k this week and he'll keep going up with a few good scores that's for sure uh reed if you did hold on to him i know a lot of people didn't but he's averaging 50 for the year which at his price point is uh not too bad but such an up and down roller coaster with reedy four missed tackles 48 made did get a line break and yeah some good run meters there to go along with an offload and a turnover tackle that was great Lomax, another one of those guys that's just been so up and down with his 59 there in this one, averaging 37 for the season, lost 115K, but up 26 with this one. Yeah, just so up and down. Uh, Fatal Mariner and Laurie, big games for them. Uh, Laurie's just been a, such a plotter that's just been doing a great job this year, working hard, 30 tackles, four tackle breaks, 159 meters, just the one penalty. 
as a negative in this one. It was great. Fatal Marana is an interesting one. He's at 417K. The buy in round 13 is, is a bit of a punish, and he's been averaging really low along with the, the head knocks and stuff he's got. So he's a frustrating one. Can we just have a massive congratulations to Braden Burns, who was absolutely dead from like 10 minutes in, and still got 53. Absolutely incredible there. Five offloads, six tackle breaks, and uh, yeah, three line break assists. So obviously helping out with uh, with Avrilo going the length of the field in, in a few of these. He was uh, he was great. Yeah, to, to still run 163 meters when your your legs cooked, whatever happened to him? Incredible. Uh, Fainai had a decent one as well, Maxi Boy, but he's not he's not an option, guys. Don't don't worry about him. They will get uh, a few of their boys back, Ravalawa and the like soon. Uh, Joshy Kerr, big one for him as well. So there's a lot of big points in this game, which was expected. It ended up being sunny in Wollongong, and uh, that showed that there was uh, going to be some decent gameplay for sure. Uh, he's pairing 45 in this one. If you held on, I thought he was going to do pretty well. Probably about what I expected. I was thinking, oh, is he going to get his first 50 of the year? He was close. So 45 for him. He doesn't lose cash. He makes six, and his break-even will be a tad lower next week, which is good. I think you can just hold him, guys. Make your decision closer to 13. Averaging 36, the wing fullback position is a bit odd. You've got Miller out this week, just hold Perham in that one. Burton 43, so had a, a good line break there. Doing some, yeah, doing some good things, but still 11 tackles for three. Misses there when you've got guys like even like Cleary the other day, was able to get 65 because he made 26 and missed two, or whatever it was. So you need to be that type of guy in the halves to, to do really well, I think. Like, it's where Brownie gets his uh, bread buttered for sure, uh, Dylan Brown. In his tackles, like uh, you know, Moses has a crack with it. DCE is always great in that department. Heinze does well as well. So, yeah, that's that. I can't believe Birdie this week. So I brought him in, and I've never seen someone look as dis- disinterested in him for the, for the majority of this game. It was wild. Obviously, when they did give him the ball, he had a crack, but he did not look for it. He spent majority of the time out in the centers or on the wing. There was sometimes that they went to do a left-hand raid and. Um, they'd obviously go one or two out on the left-hand side and not go any further. And Bird was just hanging in the centers, just chilling. Like they had whoever, who was the center on that side? Lomax is clearly inside him for the majority of it. And yeah, it was just weird. So hopefully that's an outlier for him. 18 tackles, his lowest of the year by far. Again, was just hanging out there in defense. I don't know what the theory was in this game, but he was away from that. Lowest tackles, lowest run meters. For him to still get 40 is a testament to how he... Uh, how he goes, to be honest with you. But yeah, of course I pick him up at the highest price and for his second lowest score of the year. Uh, the lowest one was when he played like 45 minutes off the bench. So anywho, hopefully that's just a flash in the pan for Bird and he comes back bigger and stronger next week. Corey Bedell, so end up with a try, but it's only 36 in this one, did get sin bin, so that killed him in his price rises. But he's had a good year, averaging 41.6. Um, Matt and Max both had good scores at both M, so that makes it hard for sure. Uh, Preston there, 37, 33 in 67 minutes, sorry. And obviously a couple of um, penalties in that one, three missed tackles and an error to go along with his uh, time in the HIA bin. Not great. And I can understand why he looked to sell him, but I also think that there's a clear reason. That's a clear reason you can hold as well if he, uh, you know, cleans up those negatives a little bit. It's like neg 12, no tackle breaks, no offloads. He still end up with 33. So you get him at playing the full 80, He'd probably say that's about a 40 and then any improvement in negatives and positives there. And he's back up towards that high 40s that he got last week. So I understand why he looked to move him on if you need to. And if that helps you downgrade or upgrade, I, I completely get it. But otherwise, he's probably a hold. Um, Edwards, if you brought him in, obviously big minutes for him. And he'll probably keep that for a week or two, right? Yeah. Uh, we got Olo Apu now. So let's speak about him. 26 in this one. 
Got a sneaky line break in there, but 15 tackles, three misses, not too bad. A tackle break and offload, 76 run meters. So he actually looked really good with ball in hand, passing it, running. Uh, I was really happy with him. So if you are looking at a half, that's the issue. It's, it's a half that doesn't play 13. And if he does get named this week, I think he will be become fairly highly owned. There'll be a good push for, for people to bring him in this week. Um, but yeah, not a not a clear trade in by any stretch. Um, similar to Alamotti, not a clear trade out by any stretch, but again, one of those games where you would have hoped that he would actually score pretty well. He's losing money now, down 16K, and I can understand why you would move him on. Uh, he does, he did just come against the Dragons. What's the Dragons? Let's play the Dragons, bro. Yeah, we need to work that out, um, who they play this week, but I don't think it's going to be anyone easier than the Dragons anyway. So I can understand why you'd move him on. I personally don't have Buller, so I think Alamotti to Buller this week is a pretty simple trade, to be honest with you there. Uh, yeah, that's where I probably where I'm looking. Reynolds in his uh, chat to the ref. Didn't like the bullshit call, apparently, but yeah, there you go. Uh, Murdoch Masilla, the best cash cow on the land, up 59k now. Even off the bench, he's making money. What a man, what a player. Ben Murdoch, the cash man, Masilla. We love him. Uh, 23 in this one. Look, if, you, if you've got someone you can go down, like him to, to Buller, I think is fine. Uh, if you want to do that, Couchman to Buller. Let's talk about the couch now. So end up with a try. I was very sad when he ended up with that try. I was like, oh, he's going to be such a low score. And I know a lot of people were actually playing him. The people squad was playing him too. So we'll, we'll cop the try. But to have a line break and a try in 30 minutes and only get 23, that's yeah, 12. That's more than double your score. More than double what you were scored, at, you know, what you're on at the time. Uh, 11 is in his base there. So two missed tackles. And one error, 13 tackles and 46 meters in that time on the park. Not good enough. Minutes are so all over the shop too. And he's made 1K. So, woo. For anyone who picked him up a couple of weeks ago, uh, he's made you what, like 20K? It's a bit sad. Uh, Sloney there. We're speaking about him. You can potentially hold all the way through. Look, every, there's probably every chance next week he gets 45 or 50 and does great for you. He's such a tough one to play each week. Or, you know, you can have him in emergency all the time. Especially playing at the end of the week. You kind of hope that maybe you loop someone at the start of the week. And if they go poorly, you play Sloan. And, you know, you're not wanting to, to rely on him each week. But if you have him this week with Miller out, he's probably a hold and a play. Speaking of selves, Tavita Pango Jr. Wow. 15. Eight missed tackles, two errors, 23 tackles, 124 meters. That part of it's fine, but the negatives is terrible and no tackle breaks, no offloads. Absolutely put the ball away since that first game. And he looked like he was a bit more like, yeah, run it straight, looked offload. He did look offload in one. He did throw it straight into, he bounced it into Lomax's hands who went the length of the field. So yeah, not good on that one. I think JDB ended up with a turnover tackle for that, which he deserves to. Uh, but yeah, that's that with Tavita. I think he's a sell. Uh, the experiment failed. Unfortunately, for those that picked him up after the first week, it's 51 or yeah, 51 in 49 minutes, and then go shocker, shocker. So that's it. Uh, that's a, a Sunday wrap, and yeah, I wish you all the best of luck with your trades this week. It's going to be an interesting one. I'm going to be looking to try and get Heinz in with three weeks before Origin, and I think I'll be sneakily selling Cleary Origin. That could be the play. We'll see how it all pans out, and I wish you all the best of luck. Can't wait for you to watch all the videos. Come, go back and catch up on the weekend's ones as well. See you guys.